0: This week on the Tech On Tap podcast, we talk all about cloud infrastructure automation with Surya Origanti from Argonaut. Welcome to the Tech On Tap podcast with Justin Parisi. I love NetApp. Oh, yeah. NetApp. I love this company. Zipalk. Zipalk. I love NetApp because it's so funny. (laughs) <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Tech on Tap podcast. My name is Justin Parisi. I'm here in the basement of my house and with me today I have a special guest to talk to us all about DevOps and cloud and a product called Argonaut. So to do that, we have Surya Oraganti. So Surya, what do you do and how do I reach
1: you? Hi, I'm the founder of Argonaut and at Argonaut we are essentially building an internal developer platform for engineering teams to manage their cloud infrastructure and application deployments. You can reach me on either LinkedIn or Twitter. My handle is Surya Oruganti, which is S-U-R-Y-A-O-R-U-G-A-N-T-I.
0: All right. So when you found a company, there's usually a problem you're trying to solve. So tell me a little bit about your background, like what got you to the point you are now and what made you decide to found this company called Argonaut?
1: Yeah, it's actually been a little while in the making. So I started my career at Microsoft working on ads and in a fairly different space But at that point, I did notice how smooth things were as engineers and people who are managing product and not having to worry about the infrastructure side of things, because that was taken care of. There were a million other people who were solving that problem for us. Now, after Microsoft, I moved on to a bunch of startups and as I was leading software engineering teams there, the world there was very different, right? Where we had to manage the infrastructure. We had to set up everything from scratch. And that was an interesting journey in itself. Now. Something else that I found very curious was that the kind of problems that we face and the kind of solutions that we had to come up with were essentially similar in organization one, two, and three, right? And these would basically take the shape of how do we build out the right kind of automation? How do we build out the right kind of tools in place so that the application engineers can work super efficiently? And as a business, we can just focus on building user value as opposed to dealing with how things are done and keeping the lights on working with the infrastructure and spending way too much time on the operation side of things. So that was an interesting dichotomy that I noticed. And th- this infrastructure team is also always in a very challenging position within organizations, especially startups, because we are always focusing on trying to ship and ship fast. And that means there is very little prioritization that goes into getting the infrastructure done in a scalable, secure manner that works for collaboration as efficiently as possible. It also is a fairly heavy cost and time investment in terms of the people, in terms of the skill sets that are required, which is both domain knowledge as well as the amount of expertise that they need to bring in, which is tool-specific and adapt to the organization's requirements. So all of these put together basically meant that we were looking at essentially building out the same kind of tooling, In every single organization in a bespoke manner, where it was something that just had to be done, right? So we took that as the starting point and we're like, how can we make this more efficient? How can we bring a mature set of automation and tooling practices into organizations from day one, where we don't have to invest a ton of resources and more specifically, a lot of time building this out in-house and maintaining it and so on. How can we just get this done more efficiently? That is what led to the formation of Argonaut.
0: Okay. So the, if people don't know, the Argonauts were a group of people that helped Jason find the Golden Fleece. Would you say the Golden Fleece here is cloud automation and efficiency?
1: Yes. So the way I like to think about it is that we are a group of people who set out to do what is considered an impossible task, and we go ahead and do that anyway, right? And the task that we are looking at here is how do we automate as much of the operational work as possible from infrastructure teams, charters, provide a really good developer experience and bring in lots of automation and efficiency. Specifically, what we try to do is threefold. The first is how do we set up cloud infrastructure in a secure and scalable and reliable and repeatable manner on hyperscalers, like on top of AWS or GCP and so on. Now, once that provisioning is done, it doesn't end there. And we also focus on the application deployment automation side of things, which is the day-to-day thing that all engineers need to and would be looking at. And an oft-overlooked part of the whole process is the day-to operations, the maintenance, and the associated cost and overhead that comes with it. We help with that as well.
0: So there's basically two approaches to being in the cloud, right? One approach is starting up from scratch. The other approach is moving your existing applications over to the cloud. Mm -hmm. what are some challenges of
1: each and how does Argonaut address those? So when you're starting off from scratch on the cloud, you have the benefit of not being burdened by a lot of the historical decisions that as an organization you've been forced to make. And that is a huge benefit, to be honest. However, that does come with a bunch of challenges. GCP are like Lego blocks, right? They allow you to do anything and build anything and compose them in any manner without any guardrails. Now that can become very challenging very quickly, especially if there isn't very strict guidelines and very strict oversight into bringing the right kind of practices from day one. What that means is you would probably end up having to re-architect the whole thing a few months or a few years down the line and the process would take at least a few weeks, if not much, much, much longer, depending on the size of the organization. So that's the advantage and the high-level flip side of starting off on the cloud. Just way too many things to be done. And there are a lot of day-to-day challenges as well, which I can get into in a second. Now, when you're looking at existing solutions that are already deployed in, let's say, an on-prem kind of manner, and you're looking to lift and shift that to the cloud, then that brings with it another set of challenges because, in this case, there is the additional overhead of unlearning and unburdening folks in the organization from all of the existing processes because on prem and cloud management are very different beasts altogether. They require a very different kind of mindset and a very different kind of skill set as well. So, the challenges there exist more in the realm of how do we unlearn how do we get rid of all of the inefficient processes and how do we make sure that we are building things in the cloud way because one of the worst things that can happen in such a modernization effort is bringing the same on-prem mindset and processes onto a cloud world which leads to the organization being in a chimera state in a hybrid state where you have all the downsides, the clunkiness, the processes, et cetera. Give me some examples of
0: what you're talking about here with bringing a on-prem mentality to the cloud, right? What sort of mistakes are common with that? What are we bringing that's not appropriate to the cloud
1: from on-prem? So if you look at what the cloud means, essentially it is a bunch of resources that are being managed by someone else and we're paying for that convenience. In an on-prem world, you would be responsible as an organization for everything from the lowest granularity of managing your racks, data centers, etc. to providing the tooling and automation required for application engineers to essentially not have to worry about any of this. That's a very wide span to cover and that requires certain kind of processes to be in place An example would be the kind of approvals, the kind of lead times, the kind of deployment mechanisms that you would be looking at because of the lack of elasticity as one case that comes in fairly often. So when we remove all of those constraints when we are going to the cloud, now if we go with the same mindset of, hey, how do we not take the advantage of additional elasticity or how do mice for shipping faster at the expense of spinning up a parallel stack so when we look at those kind of advantages and disadvantages you would be very hard pressed to find that the solutions that worked on the on-prem world are translating well into the cloud world now that kind of a change means that a lot of the processes and a lot of the automation tools that are in place also will need to be completely eliminated and be redone And that's an investment that folks need to be ready for as well.
0: Another aspect of this is cost, right? I mean, with an on-prem environment, you're dealing with pretty much a static cost for the most part. You buy your equipment, you lease the data center space, and power runs constantly with the cloud. You're dealing with more granularity, more flexibility, but you're also potentially dealing with more cost because if you operate like you were in (laughs) on-prem, that's not going to be efficient in the cloud. So tell me a little bit about how Argonaut can help get a handle on that sort of stuff or even can it
1: we are actually early in the journey of building cost into the entire set of capabilities that argonaut affords our users specifically the one way in which we provide value and from what we've found from our users it's actually very beneficial is that at the point of provisioning infrastructure and at the point where the decision is being made to spin up some new infrastructure some new services on the cloud we actually provide inline cost estimates and that helps very significantly in providing upfront the kind of the costs that you might be incurring and it helps making that decision very easy sometimes what we've seen is that when folks realize this kind of approach that we're talking about let's say splitting databases into a couple of different instances in some cases it actually just adds to cost without too much of a benefit. And what we've seen is that users basically look at it and they're like, hey, this architecture that we are looking at potentially leads to so much cost. And that is not something that we want to be taking on at this particular point in time, especially for this particular piece. Providing that inline estimates and providing all of that upfront is what we do right now. However, we do have a lot more actually coming up within the next two months, specifically in terms of Providing more visibility, more granular reporting of where costs are coming from and how they can be brought into control in a post hoc manner.
0: So let's go back to the discussion about starting up brand new to the cloud versus going in there with your existing applications and try to port it over. So, what does Argonaut do for those net new cloud instances? Because you mentioned that one of the biggest problems is. If you do it wrong to start with you got to go back and do whatever later on and that costs money and it costs time so how does argonaut help people get it right the first time
1: that's actually very core to what we do the principle that we follow is how can we bring in what mature tooling looks like what a fully automated system looks like with all the internals that power internet scale companies And put a nice developer experience layer on top and make that available for even the smallest of teams. That's really where we start off. And the advantage with this kind of an approach and the reason why we do this is so that we set everyone on the right path from day one where they will never have to look at re-architecting their systems and going through a painful overhaul. If you look at the workflow of how that looks, step one would be actually provisioning some kind of infrastructure on the cloud, along with all of the associated services. It could be databases, storage, application runtimes, and queuing and other systems. So once you have all of that in place, now, if you think about it from an application developer perspective, they will be looking at it also in terms of different environments a dev environment, a staging, a prod environment, and so on. And then there is a progression that happens for applications between all of these different environments for pretty much every change that needs to be made. Now, when we go over to what is actually being progressed, which is the application side of things, and also the infrastructure changes, those go through a build process, a set of Artifacts are generated, pushed to artifact registries. And in the containerized world, it would be some kind of a container registry. And then checks are made to make sure that things are secure, et cetera. And then the deployments happen. Once this whole build system is done, deployments happen onto the specific runtimes to the specific environments with the right kind of runtime variables and all of that kind of stuff plugged in. Now, as you can see, this entire thing is a fairly complex process and takes a while for internal engineering teams to build it out now argonaut essentially productizes all of these best practices into the tool and provisions it on top of your infrastructure on top of your cloud account so that you get a huge head start and then we also do the interesting and challenging bit of maintaining this for you this includes things like In the Kubernetes world, versions keep getting upgraded all the time. Even if you choose something like managed Kubernetes service from AWS or Google or Azure, there's a limited shelf life to it. And every year and a half or so, versions keep getting deprecated. So there is this constant maintenance that is required and the cost visibility as well of all the provisioned infrastructure. So what Argonaut does is take all of these different processes that I've just talked about, builds automation. Stitching together a path from application deployment pipelines to managing infrastructure as code to provisioning it and encapsulating it in the form of environments and various deployment mechanisms and then the maintenance piece of it as well. All of these are done seamlessly through the internal developer platform, which is Argonaut. So that's how we try to add value to companies from day one. Essentially, you would be bringing, let's say, your version control systems, your cloud accounts, connecting all of them to Argonaut. And we take it from there.
0: Right. So that's one aspect of it. And the other aspect we talked about was the existing application, the monolith, trying to Mm -hmm. port over that application that's running on that mainframe in a data center somewhere. (laughs) Right? Yeah. So that's a very different challenge. And I think we covered some of that as well. But what does Argonaut do for that particular use case?
1: So there we actually take a little bit of a consultative approach as well, where We talk about firstly, what is involved in moving existing systems to the cloud and building it in a cloud native kind of manner that includes transforming existing architectures and working with the customers to actually figure out what the right architecture would be like in the new world. And then making sure that there is alignment in terms of objectives. We see all sorts of objectives starting from, hey, we want everything to be completely cloud agnostic so that we have the option of portability at some point in time. Easier said than done, but it sometimes is a fairly important consideration and that brings with it its own constraints and so on. So we basically work with our customers in shaping this new architecture and then enabling them to build out all of the pipelines so that this new architecture is supported easily with essentially a fairly small team of people who do not necessarily have to be super specialized into understanding what the nuances of each cloud looks like Th- this is something that our customers find really beneficial as well because we have the advantage of having worked with a large set of customers and have seen a whole variety of situations so we are sort of uniquely positioned as well in terms of recommendations of hey for this kind of a system what works are, are we doing something that is completely unnecessary, is it overkill? It was, hey, like this is where a little more of the focus should be because these are some pitfalls that are hard to foresee, but you will probably end up having if you go down this approach and so on. So that's again an interesting conversation to have. After that, the product is flexible enough and modular enough to be able to accommodate for all of these changes. Let's say you want to bring observability stack A A instead of B, great. That's something that is completely configurable. If let's say you want to work with version control X instead of Y, that works as well. Similarly with build systems and so on, right? Once the consultative period is done, onboarding onto Argonaut is fairly easy and you get all the benefits of a single pane from there.
0: With Argonaut, is this something that's available as a service in the cloud, or is it something you install on site? I would imagine because it's cloud-based, it's going to be a service. And, and if so, is it available on all the major clouds, only a few of them? How do you get it?
1: Yeah, it's something that is available as a service. But for larger installations, we do on-premise and on-customer accounts installation as well. And we'd be happy to customize that. The AWS and GCP are what we support right now with Azure in the works, and that should be supported as well by the end of this year.
0: And are any of these available in the marketplaces or is this something that's a third-party installation? Uh, How does that work?
1: We are a third-party installation. And yeah, you can just go to argonaut.dev and sign up for an account, connect your cloud providers, connect your version control systems Etc your container registries if you opt for a third party instead of something that is built natively into the cloud provider and so on from from there we do have a self-service offering for the smaller teams to get started with directly and I would be happy to work with anyone for any kind of assistance boarding or otherwise
0: organa is designed to help with automation. Is this something that you can also automate? Can you automate Argonaut?
1: (laughs) So funnily enough, we do use Argonaut to deploy Argonaut. And we eat our own dog food. We have multiple environments across multiple clouds that we spin up and make sure that we use all the time. A lot of our learnings, a lot of our requirements and the solutions to those are also baked in into the product itself.
0: Okay. And as far as third-party applications that maybe can do the things that Argonaut can't, do you have any sort of APIs that they can interact with or is that something that's not there yet?
1: Right, so what we do is actually take a very modular kind of an approach and we aim to use the best of breed solutions for each particular problem that we are trying to solve while keeping it modular. Now, what that means is, for instance, if let's say you're in the Kubernetes ecosystem and the entire ecosystem is available for you to use with zero limitations, Argonaut provides a great developer experience on top of that. And... While the happy flow is something that is easily set up, et cetera, you can choose to customize it however you want and bring the entire benefit of the Kubernetes ecosystem to the table. And similarly, with whatever kind of solution, be it the CI providers or let's say service mesh that you want to be setting up or some kind of infrastructure that you want to be provisioning on top of, let's say an AWS or a GCP. So we make sure that our systems understand what is happening under the hood in all of these different scenarios and we make sure that there are no restrictions that are brought in because you're using argonaut for a superior developer experience because that would be antithetical to the whole value proposition which is how can we make sure that engineering teams can get started and grow to internet scale without any re-architecture and without any redo of all of these core pieces
0: so what about customer stories? I mean, do you have any customers today that you've worked with that can
1: highlight some of the successes, some of the challenges? We have a whole variety of customers from a variety of industries as well. But something that actually is one of the more demanding ones it would be something that we have on the IoT d- domain. Now, this is specifically interesting because we are dealing with fleets of machines. So the customer manages fleets of IoT devices. And provides updates and data streaming and visualization of the fleet for their customers. This is particularly interesting because these devices are low power, etc. And they need to continuously keep connected to the mothership. And that, that also means that it has very tight tolerances for ensuring that there is no downtime, even during rollouts. And the kind of setup that is required here. Also, requires a whole bunch of customer-specific environments to be provisioned and managed, and this is across multiple clouds and multiple cloud accounts. So, it's a fairly complex setup there, with lots of data that is continuously being streamed in, lots of compute, and the analytical loads require it to be very scalable as well, very elastic. It's a fairly complex situation, and we provide value in multiple fronts one is the management of multiple cloud accounts and multiple cloud providers for various environments the other is providing cloud agnostic base layer so that folks can leverage credits from multiple cloud providers adding to runway reducing the burn from the cloud provider etc right so all of that is a huge benefit as well and an entire migration from one platform to the other happened in less than a week because they were on top of Argonaut on both. And we provide the abstraction layer that enables easy migrations. So that was another benefit that they got. And they essentially scaled about 5x in the number of customers that they have and close to 8x in terms of the number of engineers on the team in the last couple of years that they've been working with Argonaut for, all without having to have any dedicated infrastructure engineering person, DevOps infrastructure engineer, platform engineering kind of person on the team because Argonaut handles all of that for them. So th- this was actually a pretty good win for both them and us. Gotcha.
0: So basically, you helped them not worry so much about the back end so they could focus on the more important task of getting the application running and working well. Absolutely. All right, Surya, thanks so much for joining us today and talking to us all about Argonaut as well as how it can handle your cloud infrastructure needs. So again, if we wanted to reach you, how do we do that?
1: I'm available on Twitter and LinkedIn. And my handle on both is Surya Oruganti, which is S-U-R-Y-A-O-R-U-G-A-N-T-I.
0: All right. And if we wanted to find out more about Argonaut, is there anywhere we can go to do that? Yeah, you can check us out at Argonaut.dev. You didn't want to use the new .zip? URLs, (laughs) urls <laughs> <Argonaut does> zip.
1: <laughs> that's such a terrible idea it was a terrible mm. idea
0: alright excellent well again thanks so much for joining us and talking to us all about Argonaut alright that music tells me it's time to go if you'd like to get in touch with us send us an email to podcast at com or send us a tweet at netapp. As always, if you'd like to subscribe, find us on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, iHeartRadio, SoundCloud, Stitcher, or via TechOnTapPodcast.com. If you like the show today, leave us a review. On behalf of the entire TechOnTap Podcast team, I'd like to thank Soria Origanti for joining us today. As always, thanks for listening. Oh, yeah. that's getting off on this. Oh yeah.